he was his name was Saul, so he started killing Christians. He was killing Christians all his life, and then God was able to strike him, and then like he became blind. And then once that happened, it's like he was able to meet God, and God said, "You're gonna do better things than what you're doing for me than what you was doing against me." And so what happened was Paul became a Christian. Paul started making a lot of disciples. One thing about Paul, Paul had he was pouring his life into Timothy. And so Paul was sharing the gospel over other places and a lot of places. And so Paul met Timothy. But in this text, I want y'all to think about this. What is something that comes to mind when you're talking about someone that's being taught something or being discipled? Or the question is, what is the definition of a disciple? Or what is the definition of a follower? And so... According to Google, of a disciple or of a follower is like a student or, you know, or someone that's teaching us. So the question is, what are you following or what are you allowing yourself to be follower, be disciple by? But if we notice that this letter is a personal letter by Paul to Timothy, which was where Paul was in prison, from my knowledge, and to where Paul doesn't feel as if he was going to make it at the time. So it seems as if Timothy was on assignment in Ephesus and he called Timothy and Paul called Timothy to visit him so that Paul can give him the mission to keep on going forward. And so now um, as we read the text, it says this in 2 Timothy 2. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus the things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses. And trust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life, so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not win the prize unless he competes against the, according to the rules. The hardworking former ought to be the first to receive his shares of the crop. Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. And as I jump down to verse 14, it says, Remind them of these things and solely charge them in the presence of God not to wrangle about words which is useless and leads to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed accurately handling the word of truth. But avoid worldly and empty chatter, but it will lead to further ungodliness. And the talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Jimenez and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place, and they upset the faith of some. Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who names the name of the Lord is their strain from wickedness. Now in a large house there are not only gold and silver vessels but also vessels of wood and of earthenware, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore if anyone cleanses himself from these things he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. For refuse foolish, foolish and ignorant speculation knowing that they produce quarrels, quarrels. The Lord's bond servant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient with wrong, with gentleness, correcting those who are in opposition. 
that perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to his will. Uh, let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this lovely day. Um, thank you for this text. And as I be able to just give the text and just be able to share your word, Lord, I just pray that you be able to speak and not I, and that you be glorified today. And Lord, I thank you. Amen. And so, as we look at this text, again, we see Paul that's writing a personal letter to Timothy. But the thing is, there's seven things that I'll see in this text. Number one, it talks about him as a child. He says this, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And so, we see Timothy is calling Timothy as his son in Christ. And as he's the son in Christ, when thinking about Paul and telling Timothy his child, that's another characteristic of a characteristic of following Christ. Because Paul was as a is a type was a type of person that's like Paul in Christ. So he told Timothy, follow me as I follow Christ. And as Timothy was following him, he was learning how to follow Christ. But not only that, have you ever thought about, you know, when you're one Paul was Timothy's father in, in faith. And Paul wanted, Timothy wanted to do everything that Paul did. He wanted to learn from him. He wanted to fill the shoes of his father. And so, that would be another word which we call Tami or disciple. And it's like, man, whatever Paul did, it's like, I want to do it too. I want to learn how to do that. And so as Paul was constantly pursuing the Lord and constantly becoming like the Lord, Timothy was becoming like the Lord. But in the foreshadow, he was becoming like Paul. And so Timothy was able to do just about everything that Paul did. So when Paul was in prison or Paul would have was on his way to death, Timothy was able to keep the gospel. And he was able to keep going and just be able to share and do what Paul once did. But not only that, as we keep going, we see in verse 3 it says, Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No soldier act of service and tanks himself in the affairs of everyday life, but that he may please the one who enlists him as a soldier. Now Paul was telling Timothy, man, be like a good soldier. When you think about a soldier at war, that's an enemy, and that's a that's a that's a friend. When you think about it, you have a you have a you have army cadets, you have corporals, you have people that's alongside of you going to war. And in this in a constant battle of a Christian life, being like a soldier is, is always a war between flesh and the spirit. And so as there's constant battle is as a soldier you must be able to have discipline, be able to go to war and be able to listen and be able to do so much. But in the Christian life, we see that we see that even Jesus suffered as a soldier. He suffered on behalf of our sins. But because of sin, we must not be able to entangle ourselves into the worldly things. But we are in this world, but we're not of it. Here Paul is calling Timothy to be like a soldier and be like Christ, prepared and ready for war. For anything that comes, that he's prepared and he's disciplined enough to be able to attack the enemy with scripture or be able to attack the enemy what God has given us to 
to defend ourselves with, which could be scripture, could be words and things like that that God has given us. But also that, the third thing I also see in this text is this. It says, it says in verse five, it says this. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not win the prize unless he competes according to the rules. Now, what comes to mind when you're thinking about an athlete? An athlete is someone that's like, say, play football, soccer, let's say, any type of game, tennis. What comes to mind is, like, man, that's a training. They train to become the best. As an athlete, you train daily throughout the week, Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every day you're competing. You're preparing yourself to compete. And then this text is just getting there, like, man, but not only that, it says they compete according to the rules. God has given us a, given us a, a manual, a training manual, which is the Bible to be able to digitally prepare ourselves for competition, prepare ourselves throughout life, so that maybe when we're when we go to compete in a way of <clears throat> compete between flesh and blood and whatever it is, God has given us the tools to be able to withstand sin or withstand other things that cause us to stumble. And so as an athlete, with the word, we're able to read his word and be able to gently and practice and compete within our flesh and the spirit. But not only that, the fourth thing I see in this passage is the hard work former is in verse six, that the hard work former ought to be the first to receive the shares of the crowd. Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. From this text, I look at this characteristic as a word former. It's like, man, when looking at a former, what comes in mind? A former plants seeds into grounds, they water them, but they do this daily. Night, morning, through storms, snow. It's a daily job for them. And they're planting seeds and they're, and they're, and they're watering them. And what comes to mind is this, is that no matter time, day, and hour, are you scouting the seeds, are you sharing the gospel, or are you able to pour into others, be able to give someone the word, or be able to just understand someone, be able to give some wisdom in the midst of trials, in the midst of all things. Because as a hard worker farmer, they their work does not stop. In the midst of all types of weather, they're still continuously being a former. And in this text, it's just like, man, how are you being a former? Are you being able to spread the word? Or are you scattering? Are you caring for others like a former? And what comes to mind is Colossians 1 28. We proclaim him, admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom so that we may present every man complete in Christ. But not only that, I also see this. In this, in this verse, is this verse 15, it says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed accurately handling the word of truth, but a more worthy empty child of it will lead to for the God. And the fifth characteristic of this would be as a workman. What comes to mind as a workman is precise. And this, and this, Texas talks about actually handling this. A workman is like someone like they say, someone that's building a house and a structure, things like that. They must be precise. 
And it's like a workman that go to work and they have things that they have to precisely do. God just wants us to be as a workman to precisely do what we do and be able to use it and to be able to actually handle it, but actually actually give it out to someone, but not actually being looseless with what we give, but being actually and precisely able to handle and to, and to focus on scripture and focus on him at the end of time. And what comes to mind is James 1, 18, an exercise of his will, he brought us forth by the word of truth so that we be a kind of first fruits amongst his creatures. And as I keep going, then the sixth characteristic I see here says, Now in a large house, there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and of earthenware, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses him from these things, he'll be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Now we see here, it talks about a vessel for good and a uh, Vessel for honor and a vessel for dishonor. Now God has all given us, and when it comes to mind as a vessel, is that a vessel describes as two, and God is using us as a tool. And the question is, are you allowing God to use that as an instrument? Acts nine fifteen says we must be willing to be a vessel for God's glory. We must allow. Well, first Acts nine fifteen says, but the Lord said to him. Go for he is a chosen instrument of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. And the question is, we must be a vessel for God's glory. We must not allow God, we must allow God to blow through a healthy vessel. And so what comes to mind is, how are you allowing God to use you as an instrument for his glory? And then I come to my last the last one, which is the seventh characteristic of this, it says, The Lord's bond servant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient and wrong, with gentleness correcting those who are in opposition, that perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to knowledge of truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil. Now, a bond servant, or you can say a doulos, is someone that's a servant. What comes to mind is like Christ. The scripture that comes to mind is like, man, just as son of man did not come to serve, be served, but serve and to give his life as a ransom. As we look to Christ and we as we look at Paul and what he did, Paul sacrificed his life for God. For Jesus sacrificed his life for us all. And as Paul was following Christ, he also did the same thing as following Christ, sacrificing his life for the good of the for the gospel. And as Timothy was following, Timothy followed Paul, and Paul, Timothy was following Paul to become like Christ. And we see this: Christ served by giving up his life. But we must understand how to serve with other things within our body, able to help others, be able to serve and to be able to care for others. And the bond servant is an example of Christ. Christ was the Servant of them all. But the question is always like this. How do we, when we think about these seven characteristics, that all points back to Christ. And these characteristics are showing us how much we be more like, more like Christ. But Paul was a great example of that, being like Christ. And then Timothy followed Paul. But not only that, the greatest of them all is Christ. And we mm -hmm. must be able to understand
that these characteristics showed us about Christ and how do we become more like him? Heavenly Father, 